Coming up this week on the ADG Podcast, we have sports. Talk about Lions, MSU as a brand new football coach, Pistons trade away Jacob's favorite player, and we have a brand new movie trailer for you and interview. All that and more this week on the ADG Podcast. The, the only thing that's different is Martin Moore's face is fatter. Hold up, Mike. I gotta catch my breath, Mike. So I do like chicken sandwiches. Well, who else would you have on the cover of Playboy these days, right? See, see, see if you can polish this turn. I'm, I'm trying to be positive here, uh, Jake. Oh, J- Jake is also available for anniversaries and birthday parties. Take- oh, I thought you were going to tell me treat him like cats and spray him with a water bottle. <laughs> no, no. Not enough money behind this podcast to get him <laughs> on here. Because it's not the kids' fault they're shitheads. It's not. <laughs> It's the parents. Well, the parents are shitheads too. You, why are you talking shit? Have you won anything? No. Because, then shut the fuck up. Wait, nobody ever said there was a plot to ramble. <laughs> Delete your account. Go back to bed. Cry for a couple of days and reflect <laughs> on what you're actually going to do with your life. All right, Darren. Welcome, episode two, season three. Here we are. We're back, man. Hold, hold, hold on. Hold on. One thing. Just I got to put on my mask because I know you're coughing. I don't want to catch anything from you. That's rude. Welcome to episode two. <laughs> <laughs> We're keeping that. <laughs> I'm just saying that now because uh, you, you, I guarantee you'll cough at some point in this episode. But Jake is a little bit under the weather. He's fighting off That's the cold. True. Hopefully it's not the coronavirus. The only coronavirus I have is in the, in the, it's in the bottle. It's in and the bottle and it's refrigerated. And, and, and you hope you have a you have a, a the you hope you have a Lyme disease with you, right? Mm-hmm. That's gross. Yeah, All that's right, it. I'm not a big fan of Lyme. You but can't anyway, have a Corona so without a Lyme. For our confused audience right now, yes, I just finished kind of having the flu, yes. but I am sort of able to continue. I'm okay. There's a what happened was last week. And okay, I'll get into a story right away. You know, screw it. Right. Who cares? I know we have story a schedule. Story time with Jake. Story time. Get comfortable <laughs> by the fire. So anyway, I deal with a lot of people every day. And uh, last week, <coughs> see, can't you go. tell? Uh, no, I know. And then <laughs> I'm such a people person. He's, and, he's such a happy-go-lucky <laughs> guy. That's why last week he's like, ah, fuck this guy, fuck that guy, fuck this guy. You're cool, but fuck this guy. <laughs> We all have those episodes. Yes. Go anyway. Sorry. Anyway, go ahead. Anyway, back to my story time with Jacob. Yeah. So I deal with a lot of people, and then people come to work sick for reasons un- unknown, and by doing so, infect others. And in this case in point, person comes to work sick and infects well a lot of people, including myself. And it's not just like oh I got a cold, whatever sniffles I can deal with it, blow my nose, whatever, take a lozenge, whatever, fuck off. No. In this point actually gave me the damn flu and it was pretty bad as as you can probably hear i'm not my usual self i'm trying not to cough what happened was with this whole flu situation it got so bad where i couldn't eat which is for me very scary i couldn't drive which is also extremely scary because those are two of my favorite things (laughs) and so i had eliminated all of my sick days for the year, all in one shot. So that's that's kind of on the person who gave everybody around me because it, was it wasn't just me; it was a lot of people around me that got sick because of this person. That's on that person. Uh, they got us sick, and I lost all my damn sick days all at once, and it, it was it was compl- it was a complete mess. I think I slept for like twenty four hours at one point, mm. and I'm still not recovering. It's been six days. It's, Trying to get through it and try not to pass it on to too many people. It's just disgusting. But yeah, and I, I wish it was, you know, not as bad, but it was awful. It was one of the worst flus I've ever had. Mm. I was point, totally useless. Mm. Uh, I had to cancel a whole bunch of work. I had to cancel a whole bunch of work here. Um, it's just, you know, being considered by some people that they have to go show up to work. And if you're that sick, stay fucking home. But anyway, I'm here. And I uh, actually wish I had a corona next to me. And it whatever, I went out making jokes that anything happened in uh, China and Wuhan, because that's super sad. But, you know, when I'm sick and I'm coming back to work, people are like, oh, you have the coronavirus. Eh, okay, well, I'm going to play it off. I'm not going to be super serious about it. You know, it's a little different. But yeah, here I am. 
There you go. Oh, fuck off there. You can keep take your mask off. Whoa. You, you know, <laughs> just in case a lot of people who listen to the podcast think that we're actually in the same room. No, we're we are in two separate locations. So no, Thank I'm God. not I'm not yeah, I know, right? So I'm not have to worry about catching anything from Jake or vice versa. So he's good. Uh, catch so look, some manners, Darren. Catch oh, some manners. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> See, uh, 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 all your uh, asshole attitude is rubbing off on me finally. <laughs> It only took about three oh, years. Yeah, uh, three, years doing, three years of doing this podcast to finally catch up. Anyway, so let, let's get into sports. Let's get into sports. 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 Uh, let's talk about, we can't, you know, one day, Jake, <laughs> we'll do an episode. There he goes. He's coughing away. We're going to do an episode. a lot to laugh at you. Go ahead. Oh, yeah. We're going to do an episode where we're not going to be talking about the Lions because there'll be nothing going on. But, of course, something is going on with the Detroit Lions, even though the Super Bowl's over and now we're in that dead zone between uh, end of Super Bowl and draft. It's like a, it's like a hold and wait uh, period that we're going through right now. But, they, but they're still making news. Obviously, there's a lot of reports that, you know, Washington, who has a second overall pick, is interested in trading down with Miami. Miami jumping up to get the number two overall pick so they can draft Tua uh, from Alabama, which, yeah, it would suck for a Lions fan to have a chance at drafting a potential franchise quarterback in, in Tua. But if if it doesn't if if it doesn't happen and he is selected before we can get a chance, that leaves us wide open with Chase Young, the defensive end from Ohio State. And I would Jake, I would absolutely love Chase Young from uh, from Ohio State. Talk yeah, about yeah. a lethal talk about a lethal impact player that can really shake up a defense. Well, it's true, and unfortunately, again, we've had this conversation before where I've watched Chase Young play in the last couple of games of the season, even in the playoffs, he wasn't yeah. great. No, no. Very underwhelming. Right. Looking at the big body of work uh, throughout the season, yeah, he was pretty good. Well, that's why he would be drafted that high. But if something stupid like that, that, ha- that happens and they steal Tua from under the Lions, yeah, I wouldn't mind having a Chase Young. Uh, and, you know, anything be better at that defense. A full garbage can of garbage would be pretty good at that defense. Yeah. So everything's a step up. Yeah. No, I wouldn't mind that at all. But no. I, there's always there's always an option where that doesn't happen, and the Lions do have two at three, and then they're in the same conundrum we talked about last episode, where you draft them and you utilize them down the road, you trade down, you take the draft picks, you figure it out. So well, exactly. I don't know. This seems this seems stupid sometimes. So I can't, you can't predict it. <laughs> We, we were talking about uh, beforehand and uh, uh, talk show personality Colin Coward on uh, on his show was talking about Matthew Stafford and the Lions, how he's been here for 11 years, hasn't won anything when this division was wide open to win at least one division in, in, our, in the last decade, a decade and a, and a year. Right. And he's and he's and he's and he's saying it's Lions play it safe. And let's say Burroughs goes number one to Cincinnati. Chase Young goes number two to Washington. And they, they play it safe and draft a cornerback like uh, Jeff Okuda, which all the mock draft has him going to Detroit at three. That would make Lions fan absolutely furious because I know that they're just trying to save their ass and just trying to get through another year. Hopefully, you know, this will be another corner uh, cornerstones uh, for Lions to build on, but it's not sexy. It doesn't put butts in the seats. Ooh, you've got a cornerback to go with Darius Slay, who may or may not resign here, right? Uh, you know, or they might franchise uh, uh, tag him. But it's not sexy. It's not as sexy as a, a, a Tua, where people will buy his jersey and will show up to play. Well, and you always... open up a new yeah. style of football that Lions fans and and this organization has never seen before right and i agree with him because what he was getting at is uh what's going to make a bigger difference on the roster yeah. uh a, a corner or mm-hmm. a quarterback and i think yeah. if you pick between the two shit even if you pick between the three i think it would be Tua making the biggest impact on the team as quarterbacks do mm-hmm. and chase young would also make a huge impact because he'd be the center of focus of that defense 
Mm-hmm. And then, well, yeah, as good as Okuda is, he's a corner. Yeah, they're they're rare to be really good, but since when has a corner changed the entire landscape of a defense? Even Richard Sherman wasn't able to do that. Yeah. So and he's pretty decent. So there you go. He's I, 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 got a point. I, I I think the last cornerback that that would give, give that impression like he's a game changer would be what Deion Sanders back Deion in the Sanders. day. Deion Sanders. Yep. You know. That's when the he only drafted one. by uh, Atlanta, I believe, black, uh, uh, back in the day. So, yeah. So, obviously, there's going to be more talks as we get closer to combine time because that's going to be the real big thing. As soon as all these um, uh, NFL scouts actually watch Tua throw and run and, and, and just do it all, I guarantee you they're going to be salivating that. Like, we got to get this kid. We got to get this kid, which would be good for Lions. If, if, listen, if they're willing to give us uh, their first round, uh, second round, and the first round next year for our pick at three, I'll take that. This is a defense heavy draft. No, I take all the picks possible. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. There's so many holes on this team, Jake, that needs to be filled. You know, uh, obviously quarterback, quarterback, uh, middle linebacker, offensive line, you know, uh, wide receiver, you know. Yeah, and you just said it. You just said it. One of those high, those gaps that we're missing that's going to be extremely important regardless of who you mm-hmm. get is the uh, offensive line. Exactly. It, it's, that's going to be key. You're mm-hmm. gutted. You got it. You have to have somebody to protect your quarterback, and you don't have half the starters. So, or you might not potentially have half the starters. So you got to figure that out too. But again, yeah. lots of money. They have fifty million in cap space. Yep. Free agency. They got to figure agency, it out. Free agency. That they, they, they can fill some gaps that way too. And and with that in the draft, and hopefully they'll figure it out. But Jake, from one disappointing team to another disappointing team, the Michigan State Spartans football team. Has Ooh. finally secured, uh, finally has a brand new man at the top of uh, its football team and head coach. Mel Tucker is uh, is the brand new head coach of the Michigan State Spartans football mm-hmm. team. Yep. Formerly, he he was uh, last year he was the head coach of the University of Colorado, uh, where he had only five wins. Not not, not the best record for being a first time head coach. But that experience will certainly help him. And he's worked with national championship programs like Georgia and Alabama. He worked under Nick Saban, so he knows what it takes to win. And and OSU. He's down in Ohio. And, and, and OSU, yes. So yeah. obviously, and from what I hear, he's a great recruiter, which is fantastic. Always he's have young. to have that. And he's young. He's determined. And, you know, and, and kudos for uh, Michigan State going with a, a minority hire as well, because especially in the Big Ten, not too many uh, minority head, head coaches in, in, in that conference. So it's always good to see. Right. As good uh, yeah. as good as this as good as this uh, signing is. And I think it's a great signing. Mm-hmm. It's excellent for MSU. I think um, probably the guy that should be there. Yeah. Um, I think they overpaid him because nobody else wanted the job because of the mess that's there right now. Yeah, but they they got lucky. I, I well, they got lucky. Obviously, their first choice was Luke Fickle out of uh, Cincinnati, but he decided to stay put where he was. Just a dumpster in, fire here in Cincinnati, uh, and so they moved on to Mel Tucker. Who uh, about three days ago he said thanks but no thanks, but Michigan State came back and says like we'll give you two point seven million dollars, and we'll double the salaries for all your assistants. Uh, okay, that you know you know the old saying money talks, and that's exactly what happens. So there you go, Mel Tucker. Good luck. Go green. Go white. Hopefully, uh, maybe in the years to come. He'll be better than Harbaugh. Oh, that's uh, you just have to win, and, and then you'll be better. I could I could be better than Harbaugh as long there as I go. win. I don't wear khakis and I don't sleep over at uh, recruits' houses, and I should be better than Harbaugh. Who's got it better than us? Everybody. Everybody. That's it. Oh, uh, and so I'm a fan. Whatever. There you go. And enough football talk. Let's move over to the court 
and basketball. Jake's favorite sport. And let's talk about Jake's favorite team. <laughs> Just kidding. I'm, I'm super. I'm super happy. Talk about, about the Pistons, the right Pistons now. finally moving on. I broke up the jerseys again. That waste of space, Andre Drummond, trading him to the Cleveland Cavaliers for, let's face it, a bucket of balls and a a second-round draft pick. I'll I'll take it. Beautiful. Former former NBA All-Star. One of the top rebounding guys in the league. Who cares? (laughs) (laughs) He sucks. He is not a guy you build So, obviously, Jake is a fan of this trade because he doesn't have to see Andre Drummond Uh, highlights anymore. Uh, $25 million off the cap. I'm so happy. So, so Jake, so now that everyone's getting the rebuild that Mm -hmm. everybody wants, you know, they're opening it up, you know, obviously with expiring contracts still on the roster next year, Mm -hmm. I, I believe n- not n- not this offseason, but next offseason, they'll have at least three, t- sorry, two or three uh, max uh, um, uh, max spots that they can offer players. So right. the, the big thing is that do they wait? Do they like and do they end up sucking for another year? You know, stocks more first round picks and then go after and sign a big name free agent in, in about two years. Or do they like try to get something now? Well, here I'm going to be a little radical, okay. and um, as get rid so of some like of the, some, I know, right? Get, get rid of some of the dead bodies that are around there, Reg Jackson and everybody yeah. else. But I'm I'm going to keep one guy, and he, he should go to a, a better team. But you know, I'm going to keep him because I want that positive veteran presence. You need yeah. at least one guy with a, yeah. that used to be a name that's somewhat a name, mm-hmm. and Derrick Rose I would keep. Really. He's only seven mil, and seven mil a year you can afford for a quality player off the bench who has a positive veteran attitude. Yes, surprisingly, he is in Detroit. He's done really well, and uh, that's a guy who should play half the games. Give him seven mil, build the team, uh, a whole bunch of young guys around him. Had him let him be that guy, and um, yeah, just stockpile young guys and draft picks and build her up. Next three years done. Well, there, there you go. There's there's Jake's plan to turn around the Pistons. My jerseys are out. I li- literally will be wearing Pistons jerseys from now on again. Really? Yes. So, 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 like, Chauncey have... came out of the closet. Oh, I mean, wow. In my, in my jersey closet. Yeah. Oh wow. I, 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 I was gonna say, do we wait? Do you wait till like there is a a, a, a player that plays for Detroit that will actually stay in Detroit for a while before you get. His his uh, jersey. No, I'll get Seiku this year. Okay, you're a big yeah, fan yeah. of the Dumboya. Dumboya, yeah. Dumboya, whatever. I've, I watched him play quite a bit. He is fantastic. He, super, you know, super young and experienced, but yeah, he, he he's something to, to watch, right? Like it's it's exciting. Give him a year or two uh, to build into the uh, the type of league this is, and he'll be great. Hmm. Well. There, there you go. Uh, as as we talk about the NBA, NBA is approaching their uh, midseason break with the All Star Game happening in Chicago, and uh, no Derrick Rose uh, this year for the All Star Game, which is kind of a shame since everything he's done for that city. You know, uh, <laughs> you, you would think at least he would be uh, participating in the skills competition, but no. Speaking of skills competition, is John Stockton shooting threes this year again? Oh, no, no, no. It's all about Larry Bird back in the day. Larry Bird is the only guy that still has his warm-up jacket on and still is draining threes like crazy. Just a man on, on a mission. Oh, uh, geek. No, so, yeah. So just one more NBA note before we go on. And we got to talk about our one and only Canadian team, uh, the, the Toronto Raptors. Jake, franchise record, 15 wins in a row. Yes, that's unbelievable. Well. They're playing right now. Actually, they're playing in Brooklyn, going for win number sixteen. Jake, tell me about like why is this team on a roll so good, especially without Kawhi Leonard? Uh, it's called team play. Yeah, that's all it is. Did you remember uh, Go to Work Pistons? Yeah, not a yeah. Sing- not, not a single superstar the, on there, the, but they those, worked. Uh, but... Those grueling 75-63 games. So those yeah, are well, tough that was, to watch. Yeah, you're not gonna find that defense. But no. it, the, the the Raptors are doing something similar, where they're playing as a team. 
everybody yeah. gets the shot. You know, that's that's you can't beat a team if everybody's firing on all cylinders. Doesn't matter yeah. even if they're above average players and have a superstar, but you can't make, beat a whole team that's playing that well. So no, exactly. The, well, the the, the current the, the game just started in Brooklyn, so we'll see what happens. Hopefully, they can continue the streak in into the All Star break. That should be great to see. Uh, other than that, uh, y- uh, yesterday. Uh, it's we're in February right now. Uh, pitchers and catchers report to spring training for baseball. Baseball season is right around the corner. I know Jake is excited about that. Yeah, can't wait to watch those Blue Jays. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yes. so, you know, we're not gonna watch, we're not gonna watch the Tigers because they're poop. <laughs> oh, I'm definitely oh, I'm definitely gonna watch the Tigers. I mean, oh, I, 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 I'll I'll give them twenty games to and- win all season. Yeah. <laughs> Oh no! I I mean, like to, to for, for me to stake uh, to fake interest in them, I'll give them twenty. They were uh, giving away first... opening day tickets at a hockey game this week. Okay? Oh, were they? Oh, yeah, right. it was two for one. You buy a Red Wings ticket, you get a ticket to the opening day. Oh, well. that's bad. <laughs> but look, well, you got a toque with it, so that was cool. But, but well, there you go. But look, look, let's face it: not too many Detroiters care about baseball until. Was it May, right? Well, it's really because April is still cold as hell outside, and nobody wants to go s- sit and watch a baseball game when it's like twenty-five degrees out. Well, well Darren, do any Detroiters yeah. still care about winning in this city? I don't know. <laughs> Obviously, none of our uh, <laughs> uh, uh, four uh, franchises. Oh fuck, man, that's terrible. Uh, so, Jake, that's it for sports. Let's oh, God, get on painful. to. I know it was. It was actually pretty interesting. It no, I know our team's sport. just our team. Oh just yeah, sucked. our our teams are just horrendous. Mm-hmm. Um, let's talk uh, movie trailers. Yeah, you sent me this one earlier, yes. and uh, I didn't even know this movie was coming out. Yes. <clears throat> surprisingly, but um, yeah, that it was out of nowhere, and uh, it was pretty interesting. Uh, yeah. So, what the movie we're talking about is the Invisible Man movie that comes out uh, February twenty eighth. Again, I had no idea this was coming up. Yeah. And um, it's exactly what you'd think it would be. It's about, uh, in summary, if you watch this trailer, um, yeah. an, an abusive relationship and the husband becomes av- invisible uh, at some point. Well, I, Presumably I he, he dies. I, he in, dies and he comes back point. as a ghost. To as, haunt well, her. We, we, we don't know if he's a ghost. He's just invisible. I don't know. Whatever. We don't know that. Well, he, he, okay. All right. It's hard to tell. He's still being able to like sit there and watch the trailer, guys, and you will see he's able to manipulate uh, fabric and things like that. So he might not be a ghost. He just might be invisible. Who knows? We don't know the plot of the story of the movie yet. It's just a <laughs> damn trailer. Why did you tell me the name of the plot of the, of the movie? He's just an invisible man. There he's invisible. He might not be. It's not the ghost man. <laughs> yeah. This this takes like stocking up to like level a thousand. When it comes, yeah, to you know what? It, it look very creepy, very creepy, very creepy. If, uh, yeah. I, I like the concept. I love uh, the actress uh, Elizabeth Moss. I believe yep. Uh, yep. Uh, she's amazing at, in the Handmaid's uh, Tale. Uh, so this, you know, she does horror and thriller pretty well. So um, I, I like this. I like this potentially to be uh, that to spin off to a couple sequels too. I think it has that type of effect well uh, not not as far as having like um john cena in it at in that you know oh, you know five or something then the miz has to take over yeah. and like you <laughs> know remake number seven in, just like uh yeah marine seven marine, yeah. <laughs> marine seven and a half <laughs> oh god yeah, <laughs> like so, the naked gun yes exactly so uh, i hope this this one looks good the trailer i would give it a good three three and a half actually nice because it it, it, the, the elements of creepy are going to be mm-hmm. better than the scary parts of it because the creepiness yeah. of it, you're not suspecting where things are going to be. Um, right. The ability of someone might might or might not be somewhere. It's pretty well done. The trailer, yeah. anyway. Yeah. If uh, also if you hated the Grudge, you'll love this movie. The Grudge was uh, was rated uh, as one of the worst films of 2020 already. So that's, 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 that's telling cool. you something. So, th- so there you go. So obviously this 
uh, Invisible Man. I love the cosplay idea. I love uh, that they're really, you know, thinking outside the box this yeah. time when it comes to horror genre. I'll, I'll give this one a solid. Uh, Jake, yeah, you're right. About three and a half based on the yeah. trailer alone. Visible, right. Invisible Man trailer. Check it out. I believe we'll post it on our socials. So in case you want to check it out, there it is. There uh, Jake. Go. Let's. Uh, we have our first interview of season three. Yes, we do. Yes, we do. All right, joining us now on the AG podcast, uh, chef to the famous celebrities out in LA, the man himself, Brian Rondino. How are you today, sir? Good. How you doing? Good. Good. Much better now. Thank you. Um, <laughs> going back on our technical issues earlier. This, yeah. this is great. Now, now we're more comfortable with each other. Perfect. So, Darren and I welcome you to the AG Podcast. We appreciate you jumping on with us and uh, talking food. And that's what we're going to talk about. And you're, you're out there in L.A., but we know uh, you're from uh, Louisiana originally. That's, that's correct. So, what, what, knowing that, what inspires you uh, to be a chef and... The flavors that you use. Uh, I mean, the inspiration is based on um, creativity and passion. You know, there's always new things you can, you know, venture off into. New flavors you can venture off into as well to really help hone into your cuisine of what, what you have now, and even help bring it to a whole different place, different level of what you're doing at the present time. Okay. So, uh, looking at that and going off of the flavors, I know you have your own line of seasonings and rubs. What can you tell me about that? Oh uh, yeah, the uh, Rondino Spice Collection. You know, that's which, right. Yes, you 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 have to. I guess you can, but you have to purchase them from a website. Um, they're they're comprised of six different flavors. Um, the, the Nola Creole, which is the flagship flavor uh, flavor. The Ancho Chili Barbecue, the Citrus Herb, the Smoked Coffee, the Caribbean Jerk, and the uh, Louisiana Gumbo. All different, but all can stand together. So whether there's chicken, seafood, pork, lamb, even if you're vegetarian, even if you're vegan, you know, they're, they're, they're well suited for everyone to really use in their kitchen. Now, I'm a big fan of gumbo, but did, did I hear you mention coffee? Yeah, I, I have a smoked coffee rub. Smoked coffee so rub. That's I've, I've used that with like uh, beef, pork, lamb. I've used it with sea bass. I've used it with like uh, salmon, even some uh, different vegetables like butternut squash. So they it work well. Really bring out the flavors in that particular rub for those particular ingredients. Awesome. Now knowing what your style is now from what you just told us, um, what inspired you to be a chef and and go out into L, uh, all the way out to LA out of uh, Louisiana well I mean it's it's, it's crazy because I've I think you know just you know f feeling around with it, I've, I've never saw myself in LA as a whole but you know things work out the way they work out but you know I've always been surrounded by you know family that cooks you know I've always messed around in the kitchen at, at, a, at a young age just, you know, trying different things out because, you know, one, you're hungry. Um, mm -hmm. <laughs> so you got you to gotta eat. Um, so, you know, that's what uh, led to the inspiration to want to, you know, approach culinary arts as a career. You, you, you jumped into this. Uh, obviously, you said earlier that you were like born into a, a family that was very passionate when it came to food and cooking um you being from uh, uh louisiana and new orleans um everyone has their own style when it comes to gumbo or their signature dish or their signature you know secret recipes did you have that growing up where you where it's passed down the generation to generation to you or did you have to kind of create it on your own uh, i mean in that in that sense um I, I really had to create it on my own, you know. I, I think you, you have some some family, you know, 
they just keep it. Some sometimes they keep it to themselves. But you know, you really, as you grow as a chef, you really can taste, you know, those flavor profiles and really develop your own style of what what that should be. Now, now going off of that, you do have your own style. Now, with catering to the celebrities and their needs. The, does your style break through? Do they appreciate what, uh, and they must appreciate because your celebrity list is huge. Now, does that come through in uh, what they request? Uh, it, it does. It does. You know, I mean, I think in the sense of what they request, whether it's healthy, uh, not healthy, or, or whatever, you know, diet that they're on, it's at the same time, you, you want to show, you want to show them your, your history show them your story, show them your path of, you know, where, where you came from. So, you know, I, I tried to really incorporate that style of cuisine, not not necessarily New Orleans style of cuisine, but you get remnants of it, of what I can do. Now, going off of that again, I, you, I know you do meal preps for your clients, um, which is very important. They like prepared meals and having that ready. Uh, is there a, a specific trend in meal preps that you see? That they most commonly request. Um, I, I guess I guess it depends on the chef, but for myself, it's for the clients that I have. Yeah. Um, it's you know eating well, but eating clean, eating flavorful. So you know, I, I my my goal is to try to make them feel like you know they're eating a well balanced meal, but they in in their mind mentally they're not on a diet, but they're eating good. What would you say for people who are who do their own meal prep for uh, for the week or the month? It, it seems to be the trend where there's a lot of stores and shops and online uh, uh, places that do it all for you. But if people want to do it on their own, like what are some of the basic rules that you follow when you come to meal prepping? Um, I mean, my my ba the basic rules for anyone that, that does meal prep is to, one, uh, stay seasonal. Uh, two, mix mix it up, you know, because, I mean, if you're eating the same things over and over, you, you're going to get tired of that that diet you're on, the meal prep you're on, and, you know, sometimes you'll venture off from it and eat whatever. You know, eat things you eat, you're not, you're trying to get away from it, not supposed to eat. So my, my goal is to tell people just to, you know, always... Uh, mix, mix up your diet or mix up your meal plan and you know, keep it flavorful. Mm. That, that's great advice. Go ahead. Yeah. You, you, your passion, not only for regional American cuisines, but also for French and Italian um, uh, cooking as well. I, 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 I'm curious, how, how did you, you know, like, were you always a fan of Italian and French food or? Was that just something that, you, or is that something that you just kind of uh, adapted to when uh, working in a kitchen? No, I mean, it was, I was, you know, I was, I was a fan of it. But uh, even even working in kitchens, um, I've always worked. Well, I've always worked in like contemporary French kitchens, but you know, um, Louisiana cuisine strong, strong in French cuisine, strong in Italian, strong in Spanish. So. Uh, in, even other nations that comprise Creole, Cajun Creole cuisine, but um, the French and Italian were two predominant uh, flavors that really stuck to me. What What is your favorite Italian dish? Whew, that's a hard one. Yeah, well, that, that's coming from from an Italian that eats a lot of home I, I, cooking. I'm always curious <laughs> on those who cook Italian food. You know, or what? what what's the obviously pasta is easy answer. But you know, if you're, there's plenty of people that can do it. You know, right? That is true. But you know, I mean, for for a town like this, you know, mm -hmm. and you know, I, I guess we're 45 degree weather. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Asabuco is yeah um, is a favorite of mine. Asabuco, not good, soft. You know, mascarpone polenta, super easy, simple. You know, so. Um, that 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 would be a favorite right now, right? <laughs> right. No, 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 I I, to, I totally agree. Like polenta, polenta, winter food, 
here in this region, we have a place that we do a polenta festival. And they, I think they set the Guinness Book of World Records for the largest vat of polenta made in one day. Which oh, is, really? Wow. Yeah, it's, it's something <laughs> ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> so that, that, that's what we do here in Windsor. We, we, we love our polenta. I hope they served it all. Oh, they did. Trust me. There, there was a lot of uh, hunger, uh, a lot of mouths to feed that day. Yeah. Good, good, good. Now, now, now that we got a little uh, on the odd side, I have to ask this question because our audience will want to know. With all, all of your contacts and all the people that request you, your meals, what is the most odd meal request you've received? You know what? We were talking about this the other day. Um, it was Super Bowl, Super Bowl, uh, wow. a couple of years ago. And, you know, in, in my mind, I'm thinking it's Super Bowl food, chicken wings, nachos, dip, you know, whatever, yep. you know, sliders oh, yeah. like that. Finger foods, yeah. Finger foods, but it was an all foie gras tasting menu. And I, I just took a step back. It's like, what? Are you serious? What? <laughs> 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 That's probably like the most oddest menu request I've ever had. Well, yeah, well, not, not uh, it's, it's 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 Super Bowl, you know, or a Super Bowl. That's, that's pretty, you know, pretty different. <laughs> exactly. So, go ahead, yeah. There. No, no, I, I meant to say you being in LA, that's where it seems to be like the most popular trends start, or you know, start. What do you see, you know, as coming into the new decade in twenty twenty? What's what's going to be the new popular food or trend when it comes to cooking or or, or the restaurant business? I think the trend now is, I mean, everybody's going a lot. You see a lot of people going vegetarian and vegan. Mm-hmm. You know, that's that's what you see all over the place. I guess they see in um, documentaries of of, of what uh, of all over the place, and you know, some people feel like it's. Uh, healthier alternative you know so that, that's where i see in la right now awesome. so tell me about your book that's out there right now <laughs> so my my um my ebook uh spice that rub it down it's it's it, it gives people an idea of how to use my rubs how to use it um you know, for some, if they feel intimidated, like I can't use this, it's, it's too much. I don't know what to cook with it. So we made a list of like 30 recipes for them to really uh, try out and use in their home. Mm-hmm. So not, not only is it for the rugs, but also for, you know, just to get them out, outside the comfort zone and you know, cook something they probably never cooked before. Well, that's a great idea. You give them, they can get the rubs off your website. Right, and they can get the book, how to use them. That, right. that sounds like a perfect combination. You're basically yeah. doing half the work for them, which is um, which is great. Exactly, you know, it, it gives them more confidence to cook that, and prep their own meals. All, yeah. all, they have to, all they have to do is rub with love, and that's it. There <laughs> rub with love. That's great. Uh, I, I I hope you use that as a hashtag. Right. <laughs> oh, we are. We are now. That's what we're gonna. Oh do. yeah, but I'm saying for him, that'd be perfect. That should be on a T-shirt something. There you go. Exactly. There you go. There you go. So, so, so when people use different rubs for different foods, are, are the rubs, uh, uh, I guess, uh, the flavor palettes, are they more like spicier or, or just more z- uh, uh, z- zangier, I guess, or sweeter or saltier? Or is it just a mix of everything? A uh, mix of everything. Um, I mean, the spices, of course, is the uh, Caribbean jerk, of course. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so that, that that has some heat to it. Creole has some heat, not as much heat as the uh, jerk, but it has a heat to give the Creole accents of uh, New Orleans cuisine. Um, it's citrus, it's bright, it's floral, it's herbaceous. Um, it, it goes well with you know chicken, seafood. Uh, I even love using it with lamb also. Um, but you know, as summer comes. Barbecue, barbecue. Yeah, yeah. You know, sweet, tangy, smoky, mm-hmm. all those flavors combined to really give you, you know, if, even if you're doing a brisket, some ribs, some chicken, or even like you know seafood. So um, it gives you a nice smoky texture as well. 
Absolutely. Same thing for the uh, coffee as well. Yep. Yeah, and I was actually going to get to that, the coffee one, uh, which just sounds a lot interesting. I think I'm going to have to order that one. Yes, you um, do. <laughs> just, just, that just seems very interesting to me, and I definitely want to use it. And you, you gave me a great recommendation where I should use it. Now, if our audience needs to buy this, what is your website? And give us, besides the website, your socials where we can find what you're doing and, and stalk you on, this, on a social media like everybody else uh, right. should. Come, come stalk me. I'll go stalk me. Right? <laughs> come, <on. laughs> come follow me. We uh, want to see the food. <laughs> um, my, my website is uh, rondinoculinarydesigns.com. And you can find me on uh, Facebook at Rondino Spice Collection or Rondino Culinary Designs. Those are two pages. And my Instagram is nolachef212. And Rondino Culinary. My Twitter is Chef Ryan Rondino. And you can find me there. We're always posting food, always posting ideas. And in the future, we are putting out a, a recipe app for people to use across the world. Oh, there we go. Go, yeah, guys, right. go out there and follow uh, Chef Ryan. Give him some likes, follows, tweets, whatever you need to do. We're going to post yeah. it everywhere on our socials. We appreciate you jumping on our show here on the ADG podcast. Thank you for uh, hanging out with us for a bit. Oh, thank you for having me. <laughs> All right. So let's get into the top five for episode two. And I have the top five this week. Now, usually top fives is something I come up with or Darren comes up on his, on his own and then we just bring it in and we just, we just <laughs> talk about it. And we make fun of each other. He goes like, how yeah, did you pick that at number four? Yeah, well, well, without, crazy. without even like telling each other what it's, what it's going to be until the, as we're recording. But yeah, uh, the other day, Darren's like, "Hey, hey, you should do, um, what's it called? Top five upsets." Yes. Oh, okay. I'm like, okay, you know, I'll, let me run with it. I'll, I'll okay. give you some of some of All the right. five five that I like okay. that I thought were pretty important upsets, and then we can talk about it. Okay. All right. Okay. So number five is what you actually, what we, you and I talked about. Um, way back uh, a few days ago is Buster Douglas knocking out Mike Tyson. Yes. In the nineteen ninety. Yes. So I believe that was, it's it's a thirtieth anniversary mm-hmm. of when when that happened. Uh, it, I believe it, it, up until that point, the biggest upset in boxing history. Yes. Without a doubt. Without a doubt. So that, 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 was that, that, that was back in back then when people actually watched boxing. Boxing, you know? well, boxing was good when they had the names. They had like actual well, yeah, fighters. Yeah, big names, and Mike Tyson was the baddest man on the planet. Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. And and the fight went uh, almost uh, the entire way. There was well, tenth round, I think he got knocked out. Yeah, it was in the later rounds. Yeah, so that that was that was a good one. All right, number four. Don't hate me. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Greece wins Euro 2004. I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> jeez. Okay, you don't expect Greece to be any good at soccer. No. They're always around. But that year, <laughs> that year, if they they're drinking all the Uzo or, the, you know, they're, you know, they're doing, Uzo. Yeah. Yeah. Eating like, their feta. Yeah, their feta. You know, and, uh, or, or putting lamb on a skewer outside your front yard. Yeah, Bam. for sure. But there like you soccer, you know, they're, they're, they're like more in the, oh, let them play, have fun. You know, they're in, yeah, the, they're in, the, they're in the group stage, but they never win. make it out. We're not trying to win. We're just here to compete and be competitive. Right. And the only way they won is they uh, they played really hard and they played uh, strong defense. They played like five guys back or something like that. Like a, a five four one or something. See, 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 see you, you already lost me. You're talking all this uh, coaching the soccer, Jake. You know, and you just uh, as an Italian, you, you you shame me. <laughs> no, 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 no. It, 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 for Italian soccer, we score the first goal, and then we play defense for <laughs> eighty five minutes. And you guys were pissed off at these guys because they only played defense and they didn't score. So, exactly. That's all right. So that's that's number four. And now, now that we lost our entire ADG podcast audience, let's get something <laughs> more interesting. Everybody will pay attention to. Mm. Number three, the New York Giants upset the New England Patriots, seventeen to fourteen. Oh, well, I I, I know two thousand eight. 
one of our Super listeners, Bowl. one of our listeners, is a big New York Giants fan, and she, and she would uh, she would think that that should be number one. Cause no, her, her I, love, I hate both teams. Her, so her love for Eli Manning is just as oh, bad God. as her hatred for Tom Brady, the special brother. <laughs> hey, <laughs> that special brother has the, the the same amount of Super Bowl titles as uh, the big brother. Yeah, great. <laughs> he still looks that way, so I can't help him. <laughs> anyway, yes, uh, yeah, the, no, without a doubt, because that you know, it, 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 can you imagine if they were if if uh, Patriots won that game, then we would have to hear about, oh yeah, undefeated Super Bowl team, the best mm-hmm. team ever, no. you know, and, and, and that team was stacked from Randy Moss to. You know, you name it. Everyone was coming back to win that Super Bowl, and to see them lose, and I'm sure yep. Tom Tom Brady cried in his Maserati. You know, yeah. the, the day yeah, after, with all his money in a Super Bowl, all his yeah, millions, terrible. yeah, awful. You know? poor guy, he has nothing. Yeah, poor guy, <laughs> married to that supermodel. I don't know how yeah. he lives with himself. I don't know. I don't know. He, I don't mm. know. He messes through his days. Okay, number two. <laughs> In 2002, something very, very sad, and this team sucks now, but back then, the Detroit Tigers were swept in the World Series. Uh, That's an upset to me, because that was a good team. 2002 team? 2012, sorry. Oh, I was going to say. October 24th to 28th, 2012, Detroit Tigers swept in the World Series. That's right. Mm -hmm. They They had everyone from... From uh, Cabrera, I believe Prince Fielder was on that loaded team. team. Loaded team. The loaded team and the pitching staff was fantastic. Yeah, you know, and... dropped the giant deuce <sighs> in yeah. the World Series. Got swept. You can't do that. You it's can't bound to happen. I'm, I'm, gar- I'm, I'm, I'm putting out a guarantee, Jake. Mm-hmm. It, it, in this in this decade of the 20s uh, of the 2020s. Detroit professional sports team is going to win a world championship. I'm going to say it. Going to say it. Has I don't that. know if I'm as positive as you, but if anything, it'll probably be the Red Wings. They got a 10-year <laughs> they got a 10-year window. Yeah. For one of these teams to, to one the of these teams to not shit the bed. Yeah, the Wings. You think it's I'm the not, Wings? Oh yeah, I'm thinking the Wings. I don't know. I I still have hope for my Lions, but I'm not too hopeful on that. Hey, they're my Lions too, but I'm a realist and this team's garbage. <laughs> <laughs> Me and you both. I try to put a positive spin on it. But, you know, I know we try. We, it, it, we try every difficult. season. We try. We it's try. It's difficult. <laughs> it's just. It, it's almost as bad as being a Buffalo Sabres fan because oh, those boy. fans have it really bad. Sorry, Buffalo. Well, here's uh, number one. Yes, number one is something one. that that hurts me, and you will enjoy this way too much. Oh, yes. In 2007. Say it. <clears throat> Say it. Appalachian State, yeah, 34, Michigan, yeah, 32. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, Happy oh, State yes. Mountaineers beat number five Michigan. Happy State, a Division two football yeah. program. Division two. Yeah. How does that make you? How does that make you feel as a Michigan fan? But it you know, got worse since then. And it got really worse <laughs> from that. You know, it's like I, I that was the beginning of of their downfall. You know, yeah, that's pretty bad. It's just, it's it. You know, you know, and there's a couple honor, honorable honorable mentions you could have said Miracle on Ice. Yep. You know, you, you could have thrown like that out. I obviously, I know you're not a big hockey fan, so that's mm-hmm. yeah. But but I was gonna say you talk about like upset. I guess I guess you could call that upset when uh, Michigan State beat Michigan and the whole trouble with the snap. You know? Trouble with the snap. Oh, that was it's, an awful game. Yes. When, when all you do, all you, you have, just have to, to do, do is, is kick it away. Just kick the ball. <laughs> don't oh, don't send the snap. Yeah, and protect your punter oh. by not sending gunners down each side. <laughs> no, fuck it, Harbaugh. Well, like, pull off my, like, pull like, off my khakis and say, watch like, this. Like, like Michigan State did not have a returner. There, everyone was at that line. It's like, we're coming after you full force. Exactly. Oh God, um, it's fantastic. But that was a good top five, Jake. Well there done. You go. I know. I, I know you put countless hours into that top five. I I couldn't even count the hour I put into that one. It's great. <laughs> I couldn't even count the minute that I put into that. Uh, 
no, it was uh, no. Put some research into it. Obviously, had to kind of relate it into our area. So, yeah. but anyway, how about we have some music for today? Excellent. And uh, I sent you this song earlier. Um, yes, I it's like something it. different. Yeah, it's a little different. It's, it's vibey. It's poppy. It's, it's a good it's, jam. It's a good jam. It's a, it's a good jam. Yeah. And for what what are we babbling about? It's an independent artist from Brooklyn, New York. Brooklyn in the house. Brooklyn. Uh, she came out with a song, No One Can Stop You. It's uh, Her name is Aradia. A-R-A-D-I-A. And she, her single, No One Can Stop You, is uh, a first pumping piece uh, that inspires listeners to break through the any barrier. I'm sorry. So, I, I'm, I'm sorry. Did you say a fist bumping piece? Fist pumping piece, yes. Oh, I, I, That's right. I, 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 I thought you said like a purse bumping piece. So I'm like, what, what's a purse bumping piece? The same with the Jersey Shore. Oh, yeah. You put, we're, we're, we're all, we're all, all the girls put their purses up in the air and just go like... You know what? We just came up with something. There you go. Purse Done. bump. Purse bump. No, it's a fist pumping piece that it's, yes. it says here that inspires listeners to break through any barriers. So it's for, it's a it's a positive take on a pop pop track. Well, she's a Brooklyn-based solo recording artist, and and as you'll hear in this uh, track, that's called "No One Can Stop You." Um, it's it's current, it's 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 brand new track. Uh, you guys will enjoy it. It just came out uh, a couple weeks ago, and we have it here on the ADG podcast. So here is Aradia. No one can stop you. There you go. So that was Aradia. No one can stop you 
on the ADG podcast. Hope you guys like that song. Let us know. Uh, email us, adgpodcast at gmail.com. Let us know on our socials if you guys like that track or not. And, uh, yeah, there you go. There is some tunes. Uh, Darren, what do you got for us in today's history? Because uh, I would like to know. We kind of got into it with uh, in the top five with um, the boxing. Yes. Um, th- th- there's a couple of interesting uh things that happened today uh february 12th uh all the way back in 1999 u.s president bill clinton was acquitted by the senate in his in his uh, impeachment trial huh. and now 2020 uh, yeah same yeah, thing yeah, same things all so right good some, times so, so some things really never change no. that much awesome oh uh back in 1914 this is uh today in film and tv the Squaw Man is the first feature-length film shot in Hollywood, directed by Cecil B. DeMille, uh, is released in the U.S. So obviously, Cecil B. DeMille, very famous director, I believe uh, one of the Golden Globes' big awards of the night is named after him. Obviously, he yes, he's very well known. Um, uh, famous birthdays on this week. Jake, there's a couple of really good ones. I, I guarantee you know all three of these oh, men. Oh, God. Oh, man. Uh, first one is Abraham Lincoln. Yes. Who was born today. Uh, next one is Charles Darwin. He was also yes. born on this day. And uh, NBA Hall of Famer, uh, multiple times uh, uh, NBA uh, champion, Bill Russell. He is, uh, there 80, we go. He's 86 today. So happy there birthday, Bill. So there you yeah, so uh, just uh, other things that happens in um, uh, 1924 today in music. Uh, George Gershwin Rhapsody in Blue uh, premieres at the influence at the influential concert experience in modern music held by Paul Whiteman and his orchestra in uh, in uh, New York City. So there you go. So those all those awesome George Gershwin fans. There you go. Something to hang your hat on today. And and that's nice. about it for uh, on this nice. day in history. <clears throat> very nice. Very nice. All right. So before we cap off this uh, second episode of the AG Podcast Season 3, uh, let's finish it off with well, my favorite segment, Garbage <laughs> Person of the Week. <laughs> and Garbage Person of the Week, again, this week is someone um, that I actually had a chance to meet in person. And if you guys heard last week's story, if you didn't, well, go listen to it. Now, this week, we just previously told you guys at the beginning of the show that I've been sick. I've had the flu. So a few days into having the flu, I actually have to go to the store and be a human being and (laughs) get things that I need, like, I don't know, food and do shopping because there are children and people that need to be fed in this house. So I go. I don't go alone because I'm a maniac. I'm sick. So I take my mother with me. Yes, this is a heartfelt story. I do take my mom grocery shopping. Okay, whatever. It, it happens. I am nice like that. So we go. I'm not in the greatest mood because I am sick. This is like third day into me being immobile. So this is the first time I actually got outside in three days. This was a Saturday. So after going to a whole bunch of stores... Um, and our last stop, went to the, gro- the main grocery store, got some groceries, not too many, and um, bring my own bags. So while I'm packing up bags, which is what I always do because I'm a nice guy, I pack up all the groceries. You know, you put your cart at the end of the, you know, the shopping aisle. Yeah. Right. The, the cashier rings stuff in, whatever gets paid, and I'm packing it up, whatever, taking my time. I'm sick. I don't really give a shit what's going on around me. And the, the next person's stuff starts trickling, you know, down the same side. Whatever. I don't have much, so I'm just packing away. And whatever. I'm almost done. I'm down to a couple other objects. And the lady that was following me with her stuff, already paid for her stuff, and all I had is a couple of things to put in a bag and get the fuck out. Well, she proceeds to push her cart through me and around me. And then park it next to my cart. And while I'm packing the last two things into my bag, 
She looks at me and says, I would like to get to my groceries. Okay, well, excuse me, but since I'm still packing up my groceries, you can wait. So my response was, you can when I'm done. So she gave me a look like, what the fuck? I would, and she said, I would like to get to my groceries. So I threw my shit in, said some not nice things, turned around and left. So garbage person of the week here is a person with no patience. Yeah, I could have been nicer. But if I'm still packing up my things, why would I get out of you out of the way for you to get your things if my things are still on there? Again, it's the weekend, people are grocery shopping. It's it's something called courtesy. It's patience is a virtue, I think the saying is. Again, at that point I could have said, slow the fuck up, wait till I'm done my fucking shit. And I could have went slower, but I didn't. I cursed, got my stuff, and walked away. I was not the garbage person there. She was. And you think this would be some old lady. No. No. There it wasn't an old lady that was cranky. No. It wasn't some young kid. It was some random middle-aged lady who, you know what, should know how to be patient. Because someday (laughs) somebody's going to weigh on her. And I hope it's me. And I can be like, fuck that. My turn. That was you know, my start. You, you know, we, we always try to be better than we were the day before. It seems Jake goes in the opposite direction. He tries. He, <laughs> it, it seems like he, he gets himself into these scenarios. That's why Jake is a lot like Larry David. You know, the, these, uh, you know if you ever watch Curb Your Enthusiasm, uh, it, it should be like, Curb your enthusiasm, Jake uh, Jacob Winarski, because uh, it's like all this stuff ha- always seems to happen him, uh, happen to him. You know, like these people, you know, they, they seem to be attracted to you, Jake. Every time you go out in public. Yeah, I don't know why. It's just your charm. Know, it's your just. It char- it's your charming personality. It, it, it must be. It, yeah. it, it must be my 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 awesome personality and. <laughs> It's it's definitely my dashing good looks, especially when I when I'm sick. I'm, I'm just inviting these people. Yeah. I don't know why. They probably look at this guy. Look at this tall guy. He's got his hat on. He you know he's not bugging anyone. He drives a nice truck. He has a nice uh, Polish symbol on his back window. Probably. Does he? Do you still have that? No, I do not. Oh, you don't have it anymore. No, I didn't. Oh, you used to have my, it on my your, truck. Yeah, on everything. Uh, now uh, my uh, truck's van, windows aren't that big. It. You used yeah. to have it on your van back then. <laughs> on, on everything. You used to have it on yeah. everything. On, on the, on the like, Hummer. That was everything. like, you know how like Prince had a symbol? Jake, that was your symbol. Right I know. Yeah. I had to let it go and, and, and grow a little bit as a person and you just <laughs> find the right opportunity. Yes. Uh, so, so we are recording this. This is a week of uh, Valentine's Day. Valentine's yes. Day is on Friday. I know Jake has uh, has a, a lot of things planned for his uh, his lovely significant other. Uh, Jake, n- now that Valentine's Day is on a Friday, it's actually you know a, a, a good day of the week to have it on. Hey, right it's excellent day, and that's right. Yeah. Yep. So so like it, it, is this a, is this like the the overrated holiday of the year? Like I, I want to get your opinion on this. What is the most overrated holiday of the year? Is it this day? Is it Valentine's Day? Or is it St. Patrick's Day? See, and we had this exact same conversation last year. Yeah. Uh, I think, or, yeah, on our first, I think, inaugural episode, I think. Yeah. And and I, I hate both. <laughs> no, for, for separate well, why reasons. Why would you hate a day that celebrates <laughs> love, Jake? You I, I, I will explain it to you because... You you need guidance, obviously. I need guidance, obviously. <laughs> yeah. Yes, I need all so the let's, help let's, I can let's, get, folks. Well, okay, I, I don't. I'm not a doctor, so. <laughs> oh, not so, that so, kind of. Help. Nah, not that kind of doctor. Um, no, I, uh, Saint Pat- Saint Patrick's Day. Yeah. Is the is is the way that sell the way that okay? I didn't want to call it celebrate. The way people deal with St. Patrick's Day is to go out and drinking. It's fucking it's idiotic. Makes yeah. no sense. Makes has nothing to do with St. Patrick's Day. I don't even want to talk about it because it's fucking stupid. <laughs> uh, Valentine's Day yes. reminds me more of Christmas. Okay. Okay. 
because it's all about a commercial. Okay. Now, and and it's a commercial because it always somebody wants to really sell you something. It's mm-hmm. it's a it's a day to spend. Nice. You know, you know, it's, no one ever says go spend time with with your special one. They always say buy them this, mm-hmm. buy them that. Yeah. Okay. No commercial says go spend time. No, no, no. It says buy this fucking heart shaped pizza, <laughs> buy this ring, do this, oh, oh, do that. Speaking of a heart shaped pizza, don't you think okay. it's kind of don't you think it's kind of a scam that you're paying extra for less pizza? Read my mind. You know. Yeah, no, I 100%. The smartest thing you said so far about this Thank Valentine you. conversation. Thank you. That's <laughs> it for me, everybody. That's it. Wrap it up, Jake. On the ADG podcast. Yeah, if you want to find us anywhere. <laughs> okay, you know, that's fine. Uh, but uh, let's do this for next week. Here. Okay, here's a challenge yeah. for anybody that actually makes it this far in the podcast. Why okay. wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you? <laughs> I don't know. This is you'd the be best part. You'd be stupid not to uh, listen to this podcast all the way through. W- what is this? The Mediaplex Tuesday week. show that nobody oh, watches? Oh, no. That's a Friday years? showcase. They do it. I wa- Whatever. I wonder, I wonder what something special they're going to do on Valentine's Day for the whole I don't know. We're, blo- we're blocked, so I can't. The, yeah. Well, yeah. I, I wonder if, if, if uh, they're going to wear like uh, pink or red with hearts. Oh, yeah. On, uh, and then and make terrible jokes about. Oh, oh, Valentine's I Day. guarantee you there will be at least 20 uh, Valentine's Day puns that are going to be thrown oh. out there. And, 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 are they going to sing Cupid Florida Zero Man together? You today. Uh, like, I know, right? Florida Man out. Valentine's Edition. Florida Man Valentine's Day. Florida oh, Man. Let's sing Florida it. Man. Florida Man. Florida Man. Does whatever. Man. Shut the fuck up. Oh, All right. God. Yes. But anyway, here's here the challenge for our listeners, for anybody listening right now. Yes, Valentine's Day is Friday, and we want to know what you guys think of the holiday let us know what well, holiday of the day of the what day. you guys yeah. did what you guys did what you guys enjoyed about it what you guys hate about it we want to hear your stories we want to share them on the show yeah. next week we're going to bring it back because we're cool like that we can do whatever the <laughs> fuck we want so uh, as of right now email us at adgpodcast at gmail.com let us know yes. uh, hit up our Facebook page we're going to put this uh on our Facebook page mm-hmm. and our and our Twitter at ADG Podcast, we want to know your Valentine's Day stories, what you've done locally, what what you think you do all the time. Mm-hmm. You hate it? Do you like it? Why you hate it? Why you like it? We told you our reasons all the time. Darren is always out there searching for love. He loves the <laughs> he, he loves his chocolates. So I do like my chocolates. Yes, yes. Now, I hate it because I'm a realist. So it's just that's how it goes. And, and 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 this is the guy that's married, has children, you know. Who Smartest at, guy in the at, room at, right now. I probably at some point, you know, before the kids, Jake, I'm sure you did celebrate Valentine's Day with your uh, then girlfriend. It's called paying your dues. There you go. <laughs> we all we all have to go through it in one way or another, right? Yeah, that's, that's right. That's, That's right. It. So, so email us yes. at gmail.com everywhere, all the social medias, ADG Podcast. Mm-hmm. So let us know. Uh, hit up our playlist. All of our music on Spotify that we play on the show is on there. Mm-hmm. We also share that on our Facebook page. Share, please share, please like, uh, get involved, and then we'll have some more good content coming to you guys. Hope you guys enjoy the interview. Thank you to Ryan Rondino for coming on the show, telling us everything about cooking yeah. this week. That was excellent. Love it. Some spices right there. Go check that other stuff out. People are already calling for that. There you go. They have to get it. And also tune in. The, the phones are keep ringing off the hook here. Uh-huh. Uh, and also tune in next week. We have another interview for you. Uh, a, a great interview. Let's not spoil uh, it. That's, it's, no, it's, just but, no, it's a celebrity like, interview. I, it's, it's, it's a celebrity, celebrity interview. Celebrity. I guarantee you, we, you uh, we will not disappoint. You will not. Perfect. So for the ADG podcast, I am Jacob. And I'm Darren. And we are ADG. Bye.